Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The Atlanta Falcon Hour, because not only is Bijan Robinson sitting to my left, but coming up in 20 minutes, the man that pays Bijan Robinson, yes, Arthur sir. Blank, is going to yes, join sir. us. Uh, Bijan Robinson joins us on behalf of C4 Energy. Bijan, yep. first off, it's a pleasure to meet you and see you in person. Thanks so much for doing this. Yeah, man, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a pleasure to be here. Um, you know, this is fun to get to experience all this stuff, man, and, and just get here and just you know be able to get to talk to you. Well, by the way, so Bijan, I'll, I'll peel back the curtain a little bit. I don't know if Bijan wants me to do this, but I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. He sits down and he goes, oh, i got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> but that was two minutes was two until minutes. we were coming on back from break. That's right. And you still got here before the start of the interview. That's right. The, the restroom is about what? 60, 65 feet, yeah, 65 I would feet. say. Now, we know you're damn quick, but, like, what, did you just cut everyone off in the bathroom line? No, I mean, there was, there was an empty stall, and I was like, I got to I gotta get it real quick. Um, <laughs> but I, I used it real quick, and I was like, I got to get back. So Did you wash your hands? I washed my hands. Wow. We, 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 got it, we got it all in. <laughs> Man, that's elite speed. <laughs> yes, sir. You, not that you really need any help at the combine or anything, but you should have yeah. just had people just see how far you, you run to the bathroom and back and, and that right. efficient time. That's right. So, my friends, they clown me in my fantasy football league because yeah. I picked you with like the fifth or sixth overall pick. I was expecting this to be yep. like one of the greatest rookie seasons ever uh, by a running back that we were going to see and the Falcons would just hand you the football, hand you the football, hand you the football. That's it. I, my boss even over there, David Mayernick, he looked at me and he goes, well, wait until I give you the comment. But uh, I, I said on the air, so. I said, I'm going Bijan Robinson over Tyreek Hill. He goes, you did what? Uh, you, you took Bijan over Tyreek? I said, yeah, it didn't work out for me in fantasy this it's year. Okay. It's but, okay. but I'm going to believe in next year for you. That's it. That's all you can do. Here's what annoyed me. I, I'm a logic guy. Yeah. You, Algier, should have got the football more. I Nothing against Des- Desmond Ritter. No doubt. But Desmond Ritter at his best is probably a game manager. I think that you had Arthur Smith try to make him a franchise quarterback this year and yeah. they forgot what really was going to make you guys a good football the team. team yeah man I mean you know for us like it was it was definitely a learning experience um because you know with, with coach Smith like yeah he had a plan to you know run the football and do a lot of different things but at the same time he, he had to get Desmond comfortable and had to get him going uh, throughout the season and you know for us like yeah obviously we want the ball every every single time you know but you know we understood that there was a plan behind it and as a as a rookie you know they had a plan to kind of you know not not just throw me out there in 30 carry games all the time you know obviously that would be awesome but you know for me it was it was more of like a a development process that they were trying to do for me uh and and teach me as much as they can um but but hold on that doesn't make any sense 
you were an you're an NFL ready player. All we hear about running backs is the I career know. is so short, the life span is so short of a running back. Why would they make you wait? I, yeah, I mean that's that was the plan, man. And and for me, like as a player, like obviously when you're when you're ready to go, you're ready to go. Um, but I mean, I know there was a lot of a lot of mouths to feed, and you know we had three running backs, um, and it, it's you know that, that's what we had to you know look for um, and try to get all of us like you know the right the right amount of uh, touches and carries. But you know that was that was that was Coach Smith's plan, man. And and obviously you know he. he I love them. I love them as a person. Like you know, we we done some great things in, in, in the off season of, of communicating and him trying to get me ready. But you know, I know sometimes we we want to win. We want to win these games, man, and, and we can't really think about the, the other things um, besides that. Bijan Robinson joining us. I know the the contact this time of the year is so bizarre. So yeah. you have a new coach. Everyone expects you to be a Raheem Morris expert. I know he's been with the organization <laughs> before, but you just wrapped up your yeah, rookie yeah. year and he, and he wasn't there. That's right. Um, so what was the initial impression? Because it man. felt like it was going to be Belichick, right? That's what everyone's saying. That's what everybody was saying. And then it ends up being Raheem Morris. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, Raheem is right when he got the job, like 15 minutes later, you know, he called me, he faced on me. Oh, really? Um, and I mean, when he answered, he was like, "A B, like, let's get this thing rolling." And right when he said that, like, something in me, like my heart, was just like, "Oh, this is the guy. Like, this is the guy that's gonna, you know, get this team together." And he already has a, a great amount of talent on the team. And you know, I feel like we needed him um, to to construct this whole, you know, football team and and to bring that energy and to bring that liveliness that that I feel like we kind of been missing. Um, you know, this, this, this past year, but with him, it, it, you can tell like off the bat, you know, he, he's ready to, to to have fun, to do it the right way, to, you know, bring in that, that young vibe of culture um, and nothing against Bill Belichick. Like, I feel like he's the greatest coach of all time, but, you know, I feel like that's not what we needed for this team uh, right just right now, just because of, you know, the, the young talent on the team that we're trying to, to do some great things with, with you know, Raheem and, and what he's going to bring for, for this team. When you say that, you're saying you just thought the group needed a, a younger coach? Yeah, just a, just a younger, you know, more lively, like, type, type of guy that, that we can, you know, obviously, you know, we'll, we'll want to play for Bill. And, you know, we love, we, I respect his style of how he coaches. But I feel like just in today's game, um, you know, what Raheem brings is, is kind of what the vibe, it's kind of what the vibe is that we want uh, in, in the building. Wrap it up with Bijan Robinson. We'll talk about C4 in just a bit. Uh, no disrespect to Desmond Ritter. No disrespect to Taylor Heineke. I call him Taylor Ham Heineke. Like I, I, I love Taylor Heineke. You guys, oh, you guys need a starting quarterback though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Kirk Cousins going to be available. I know he's coming off the injury. No doubt. I, I think that's a good fit for for your organization with the pieces you have on offense. Mm -hmm. What do you think mm -hmm. about that? Yeah, I man. I mean, whether whether it's him man, or or our been here Russell Wilson, like uh, you know, I feel that those guys are. Are obviously very experienced, and you know they they know how to you know manage the game. They know how to play play some ball. I like have have fun doing it too. And I think that with this new offense with Zach Robinson, um, you know he he's been having Matthew Stafford uh, for for the times that he's been there, um, and he's obviously done an amazing job. So I think you know if we get like a Kirk Cousins or, or somebody at quarterback, then he's going to make them feel you know extremely comfortable from from day one, um, and it, he has. I mean, the quarterback has guys around him that, you know, will will have his back and that will, you know, fight and play, you know, their hearts out and have a lot of talent around him. So, 
I think it's going to be a, a good fit with whoever we have. Um, but I'm, I'm excited to see it in these next, what, couple weeks or, or a month or so. Let's just say I'm Terry Fontenot, and I call you up and I go, Bijan, you want Kirk or you want Russ? What do you say? That's not my place. That's not my place. I'm going I'm to say whoever best fits for this offense. Um, but I know Terry's going to make the right decision, though. I saw Kyle Pitts uh, the other day. Yeah. Has he just not been used properly? Because I look at him and I'm like, I remember what he did at Florida. This dude should be a dog on the field. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think I think even with Kyle, like, you know, obviously he he had to overcome some injuries, man. And, and even this past season, he was he was just getting over an injury. Um, but I know when when you have a guy like that, and that should be an absolute freaking nature uh, at the tight end position. Uh, I think that's that that was another thing that that was important because. Uh, he hasn't been having the seasons that I know that he wants, but I know that this year, you know, with, with what we have now, I think you know, he could be an amazing talent and he can, you know, take over the league at, at the tight end position. And something I thought was underrated about your team, and full disclosure, Bijan Robinson's here with us. I picked you guys to win the NFC South before yeah. the season started. Yeah. The defense, though, and I know Ryan is, is going to Jacksonville. I know. That defense performed better than what whatever I, I could have imagined the jump they made. Yeah, man. And, and that young secondary, and, and Bates was a big signing, too. Yeah, He's yeah. a phenomenal football player. You guys, you're a quarterback away. I, I really feel that you are a quarterback away That's right. That's from right. being a, a very good football team in this league, especially in the NFC. Yeah, man, because even, like, you know, the games that we lost, we, we only lost – the games that we lost, we lost by either three points or less. Like, and it was all in the last second of the game. And I mean, it was, it was frustrating, obviously, because I know that shoot, we could have had the 12 to 14, the 13 win season off of just little mistakes through the game. Um, obviously, the defense performed exceptional, and I respect those guys so much because they kept us in every single game uh, when when we were you know not not doing what we we're supposed to do on the offensive side, but. You know, I think that, you know, when we have that complete offense, like you just said, and then with the defense that we have, I mean, the sky's the limit. Like, it, it could be the best Atlanta's ever seen. So that's that's definitely a prayer of mine that we're about to get get it going. Um, but we, we all feel it in the in the, in the the building and in the city, too. I need you to enlighten me yep. on your alma mater or yes, the, the, where you played your, your college ball. Uh, hold on. <laughs> we'll get there in a second because you Texas fans are, are a little sensitive. I know you played for them. I'm not a Texas hater whatsoever. It's all good. But Rodney Terry, the basketball coach, yeah. he got so sensitive over the horns down. That's right. So yesterday I see Brian Jones walking around here, and Brian used to work here at CBS Sports Radio, and I knew this would annoy him. He just jumped on set. I go, horns down. Yeah. And he punched me right in the oh, yeah, chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, why? Why are you guys so sensitive with the horns down thing? We just we just have pride in our school, man. And I mean, horns down, it's just not a good look. It's not a like, good look. do you yeah. actually like when someone goes like this? Do you you your eyes just lit up? You actually yeah. get disrespected by it. it. It's like, like it's like, why did you have to do that? Like you could have done anything else but that, you know? Like, so you rather have someone give you the middle finger than than right. horns down? I, I would love that, or like a, or like a thumbs down or something like that. Yeah. Like, okay, horns, but it's just like the horns down. It's just like. You, you know, it's it's obviously the sign of disrespect for for Texas, yeah. um, and I mean we we got to look at it all the time. Like everybody, if, if you're not a Longhorn fan, like you're gonna just go horns down to my face, and I'm like, all right, well, a high would have been all right too. Yeah, um, <laughs> how you doing? Yeah, nice how, to see. Yeah, how you doing? Like how's your day going? <laughs> uh, no horns down, and it's just like, all right, well, that's I guess that's what we're trying to do now. But yeah, it's definitely a a, a big sign of, of disrespect. But I mean, if you, if it affects you too much, then then you'll take it. You'll take it into another category. So, how many running backs do you think right now are in the league 
that you, you think are, are better running backs than you just wondering? You know, humbly, I don't think any of them are better than me. Um, Even McCaffrey? You know, I, I love Christian. As a matter of fact, I'll say Christian. No, nah, yeah. You know, because, you know, for me, I, I think, you know, the, the, the talent level is, is obviously awesome throughout the running back position. Um, and, you know, Christian, you know, he's in, he, right now he's in a situation where, I mean, they, they, they do everything with him the right way. And I respect it so much because he's honestly my favorite running back to watch, um, especially this year. And even just even talking to him, like, that's, that's my dog right there. And, and he's, he's helped me out so much with, with my body work and with everything else. But, you know. But that's what you could be for the – like, what he I, is to the 49ers, absolutely. you could be that for the Falcons where, you know, no disrespect to Brock Purdy. Yeah. But when I think of the MVP – of the 49ers, I think of McCaffrey. When Every I think time. of who needs to be the MVP for the Atlanta Falcons, it's you. And I and I, well, I appreciate that. And just how just how he's using that offense and for that team, you know, I, I believe I can, you know, obviously try to do the same thing for for the Falcons. And but you know, I'm, I'm always going to say I'm I, I don't think nobody's more talented because uh, I'm always, I'm obviously trying to to lead the pack. You know, you for, should have for that confidence. Yeah, absolutely, but. You know, I think there's a lot of just amazing running backs in this league, and, and Christian's definitely the one that I would I would say is definitely leading the charge right now um, in front of all of us. Tell me what you got cooking today with C4. Yes, sir. So, first of all, this is my favorite drink. I don't know if you can see. Uh, yeah. This is the one right here. It's the Performance Energy. And, you know, I think with C4, man, I think it's it's definitely a very good good energy drink, not just for athletes, obviously, but just for everybody, every, you know, working day people like that that need to pick me up and that need something to, to boost them out. And, you know, I feel that it's not it's not smart to drink energy drinks before working out uh, at a gym or anything. But I think with C4, it's, it's actually pretty good for you to, you know, get your get your blood vessels going, get your muscles going, get your heart pumping for whatever exercise you need. So C4 is definitely the brand to, to go to, um, especially now in, in, in today's, you know, today's age. Um, and I mean, it tastes good. Like, Energy drinks to me sometimes taste a little, little funny, but C4 always consistently tastes good. And there's so many different flavors to, you know, endeavor and, and, and try to you know, see if you like it or not. You actually wash your hands? I actually wash my oh, hands. Oh, okay. Well, yes, nice sir. to meet you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Appreciate Hello, it. Thanks so much. Yeah. He yeah, is B. You. John Robinson yep, yep. Uh, joining us on Radio Row. We'll take a break. We'll come on back. Michael Parsons from the Cowboys. Good to yeah. stop by. Yes, sir. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Back inside Radio Row, getting set for Super Bowl 58, and now joining us, one of the better defensive players in the NFL from the Dallas Cowboys, and that, of course, is Micah Parsons. And by the way, big brothers, big sisters of America teams up with NFL Inspire Change for the big draft campaign to recruit thousands of mentors nationwide. Micah Parsons, Great to see you. Appreciate you doing this. How you been? I'm good, man. Extremely blessed. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. How how old's your son, My by son the way? My son is five years old. Okay. So I don't know if you remember this. Last year, you were at a steakhouse. You're probably saying which one uh, in Arizona for the Super Bowl. And uh, I was sitting at a table over from you. And it was the night Kevin Durant got traded. And I'm pretty sure my buddy goes, hey, Kevin Durant got traded. And you're there with your mom. It was you and then your son. And you looked over. You were like, wait, who just got traded? And it was Kevin Durant. And uh, I looked over and I saw your son. I've never seen a kid eat a steak like the way that, that your son did. That was impressive. And I never knew how old he was. But, man, he housed that steak at that restaurant. Man, he's a monster, man. <laughs> he, when he's hungry and he really wants to go into something, he's not in his snack phase, man, he goes hard. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. You, you th- uh, he's definitely going to play one day, right? Yeah, man, he's dying to play. He's like, I want to play football just like you. He's, he's already envisioned himself being a Cowboy. Yeah, it's pretty cool what you guys have going with the Cowboys because we see Trayvon Diggs' son all the time. He's like a social media superstar these yeah. days with the interviews. He, he's about to go famous. He's going to be a famous one. Yeah, no doubt about it. So uh, when you look back um, at this season, you guys were phenomenal in the regular season. It didn't go your way. Uh, in the postseason up against the Packers. How do you kind of reflect on that game up against Green Bay? You know, you just I think for me, I'm all about learning. How did this happen? What mistakes did I made? How can I become a better leader? Um, and how can I rally the guys around me to um, uh, su- support me and my vision? And that's something you have to learn how to be a, a leader. You know, you think about the greatest players. Uh, what did they do? They learned how to make the people around them better, and they helped them uh, play to the standard that we all wanted to play in the culture. So I just think it's all about that. You know, um, I think in the game of football, sometimes you, you lose. You know, sometimes a player is better than you or whatever, whatever, uh, whatever it may be. But um, if you're bought in, you get on phase. You just lock back in. You're like, this is the moment. Uh, we know our details. We know what to do. We got to communicate. We got to um, overly communicate and just do the details. And I think that's going to be the difference next year. So when you look at the small details on, on why this happened, what, what, what did you kind of see from a football standpoint? Like what jumped out from you when you when you look back at the tape? You know, it's the little thing. It's the little things over a span of time that just become bigger and bigger. You know, people want to be their own identities. People want to... Um, outgrow themselves people always want to make the splash plays people want to you know you got to think about the cowboys we, we live on big plays we live on a lot of momentum and things like that so sometimes you forget sometimes you just got to take one step forward talking to micah parsons right now you'll have a new defensive coordinator this year mike zimmer what was the reaction when that news came down the other day um you know it was good i'm just happy that we finally uh, got a dc and kind of get the media out the way because obviously dan's departure um but super excited to meet him i'm ready to see the scheme i'm ready to learn and i'm ready to, uh you know to be a dominant player well you, we all know that you're a playmaker they could put you anywhere and you'll go make plays what do you think though is the best way that you should be utilized uh, with Mike Zimmer? You know, I think I should be utilized all the way to the field. I think Dan did a great job. Don't get me wrong. I don't think, uh, you know, I don't want that to be 
understood. I was a, I'm a top three finisher, three-time All-Pro, three Pro Bowler under Dan Quinn. So, um, you know, Dan moved me around amazingly. Uh, I just think, you know, I just got to keep moving around, find ways uh, to free me up, find ways to scheme me up to get one-on-ones and also uh, get other people going. So that way I can't just be the focus point and, uh, you know, just go from there. Micah Parsons is our guest right now. What are the commanders getting? In Dan Quinn, you know the Commanders is getting a real genuine dude, a genuine guy who's uh, who's amazing dude, man. Uh, I can't I can't say anything nice enough about him. Um, you know he he treated me like a son. Um, you know he treated me like a brother. He treated me like a friend when I needed him to. Uh, when I needed someone to just talk about life, talk about my family, my kids, uh, that's who Dan was to me. So I think you're getting a great combination of a player's coach. Uh, I think these guys are going to buy into them and be uh, great for him. I, I won't sugarcoat it. We obviously on a national show, we talk a lot about the uh, Dallas Cowboys. Uh, that comes up uh, pretty much almost every day, the conversation around the Cowboys. We had Emmett Smith on uh, earlier, and he's been critical of the team. And we talked about, is this group mentally tough enough to go through some of these tough times, to ultimately see it through and then get to an NFC championship game, get through uh, to a Super Bowl and win it. You beat in that locker room. Do you think this group has what it takes to be mentally tough enough to one day get that Lombardi? Uh, man, I'm going to just say um, all it takes is one, right? Energy is contagious. I know I'm mentally tough enough. I'm willing to do anything uh, for my team. I'm willing to do anything for his organization to get there. I promise Dallas a Super Bowl. I will be a Super Bowl champion. Um, that's the one thing about journeys. You don't know what day is going to be, what year is going to be. The next year is not guaranteed. The year after that's not guaranteed. But I will be in the Super Bowl, um, and I, you know, I will. My energy will be contagious across that locker room. You weren't the only player that had a family member speak up after uh, that playoff loss to Green Bay. Uh, do you fully intend to be a Cowboy for life? Is this the only team you want to play for? This is the only team I want to play for. Uh, since I before the draft, I said I wanted to be in Dallas. I wanted to be a Cowboy. I wanted to star. I wanted to bring a champions back to Dallas for that reason. Take me through your quarterback, as Micah Parsons here with us. He always gets talked about a lot. Uh, wh when you look at Dak as a quarterback, what are your thoughts on him as a QB? You know, I think he's a really good quarterback. You know, I, I don't think you can find uh, another quarterback who's uh, as good as a leader. Um, you know, he's a quarterback who could expand with his legs. He's a great quarterback. He had a great year. He's an all-pro this year. Um, and I think people underlook him sometimes. I think people don't appreciate him and value him. Um, and he's also a really good friend. When uh, you take a look last night, as Micah Parsons here with us, Miles Garrett wins Defensive Player of the Year. How did you react to that one? Oh, I was perfectly fine. I, I thought Defensive Player of the Year should have easily been me or Miles. I mean, you look at the tape, pass rush swings, you look at uh, who's getting double team or a triple team. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, I'm not a sore loser. Uh, you know, uh, I thought it should have went to Miles, if not me. I, and I said that publicly. Um, you know, it, and it's just simple as that. Miles, yeah. Miles. You look at the Titans game alone, and no offense, but uh, TJ played the Titans. Did you see two tight ends following TJ Watt? Did you see, like, they're following him all across the line? Did, like, people could say whatever they want, but at the end of the day, the film does not lie. Like, his presence is way more dominant than TJ Watt, and that's just the reality of it. So if you had to rank five guys in the NFL in terms of who gets to the quarterback the best, you know, and what you guys do. How, how would you kind of rank them then, yeah, one through five? I, I think I'm probably the best pure speed pass rusher, but if you're going off defensive ends, like, or like run and everything, mm -hmm. you can label that. But you're talking about pure pass rusher, I would say if you look at my win rate and my 
I was the best one this year, so it would be me. And I would say Miles, and I would say Max, and I would say Nick Bosa. And then I would say... Uh, Not TJ. I mean, look at the stats. Like, the, like that's one thing. Like, the stats don't lie. He was not top. I think he might have been fifth or sixth. Alex Highsmith, I think, had a better pass rush rate and a more double team rate than TJ Watt, if you really want to be statistically. Like, it, like this isn't my stuff. Like, I'm not just pulling this out of my ass. Like, look at the stats. Like. So the, the only thing I'm just going to say about this is I, I just know when you say something like this, what the reaction is going to be. People are going to think that you and TJ Watt have some beef and stuff like that when you get the Cowboys and the Steelers nah, fan bases all intertwined. There's no beef with you and TJ Watt. There's no beef at all. I was just – I. One thing I hate about the NFL community and NBA community, we just hate when someone else wins. Like we, like when I lost to TJ, I did not go in and say I got snubbed. I just said I'm going to go to work. When I lost to Nick Bosa the year after that, I did not say I got snubbed. I just said I'm going to work. You know when, like, the biggest mistake in people is that the saying that someone is not deserving. How, who are you to say someone's not deserving of an award of that magnitude? It, it seems like, and I listen to your podcast a, a little bit, as Micah Parsons here with us wrapping up with the Cowboys star on CBS Sports Radio, it is the Zach Gelb Show. It seems like you get annoyed a little bit uh, with the coverage uh, surrounding you and surrounding the Cowboys. I mean, honestly, it's not even me. It, like, it, no one was coming at me because I didn't win the mm -hmm. award. But if I won the award, they would have said I wasn't deserving. I didn't deserve it. Yeah. But I don't just look from my shoes I look from miles like this man's a human too like why isn't everyone supporting this man or congratulating this man people are shaming him saying he's he wasn't good yeah. enough or he like come on like as people as humans like who are we to do that and, and everyone could have an opinion but if you would have told me that it was you it was miles even if it was TJ or Max Crosby I, I can't really argue it yeah like like and I, we don't appreciate like we don't we just don't appreciate it. like you'll never get as many as good rushers as you have in the league right now as the five that you could put me TJ Miles, uh, Max, Nick, whoever mm -hmm. like that is hard to do in this league. Like think about it, like there was a point where people were just dominating the league. Now we're like who's going to be the guy this year? Who do you think wins on Sunday? By the way, uh man, it's a toss up. I think who, it's going to be a very close game. I think it's going to be a three to six point game. And I think this this will be very cliche, but I remember I don't know if it's going to be this high scoring, but Super Bowl Fifty Two between the Patriots and the Eagles it was offensive explosion, and then ultimately at the end Brandon Graham got to Tom Brady and forced the football out. To me, it's coming down to who makes that turnover against Brock and or Pat in the fourth. I think if you look at every year of the Super Bowl, is it was an offensive game last year. I think this one's going to be a more of a defensive game. I think we're going to get more of a Rams Patriots game. Gotcha. So low scoring. I think it's going to be a low scoring game. Tell me what you're doing today with Big Brothers Big Sisters. Yeah, I'm with Big Brothers and Big Sisters. We're trying to find 10,000 mentors. Uh, and you could go sign up right now at www.bebignow.org. We're partnering with the NFL called the Big Draft Campaign. It's huge. Uh, we need everyone's support. Man, you got to think about the mentors. I, f I believe I'm a great mentor for my youth. And when I go back to my city, I do free camps. You got to remember how can we change our generation? How can we change the lives that's next? You know, eventually, 10 years from now, there's going to be another guy on CBS, probably. <laughs> I hope you're still here. Hey, hey I'm only know. 29. You can't give me the axe well, that quickly. Well, we just never <laughs> we, know. We'll mentor people. Yeah, but we'll I, mentor. Like, I, I need like 15, 20 years left in this, Micah. <laughs> right. But, you know, in 10 years, there might be another Micah. Yeah. And, uh, and if you remember anything, Big Wit, what did he do? He was at that Boys and Girls Club, and that kid remember, he's like, man, you sat down and talked to me. Yeah. You changed my life. 
and when he gave his speech, I think that's what it's all about, right? We can make that impact, and you don't have to just be an NFL player to make an impact Absolutely. on someone's life. There was a guy named Coach Ham that made the biggest impact on my life and just always told me I would be great, I could do anything. Like, it's just the simple things in life, the simple wordings, and anyone can do it. So go to www.bebignow.org and go change someone's life. Hey, we'll make a deal. When you retire, you could come co-host with me. I won't piss you off that much. And then when your son's a big-time superstar, we'll get him on the show, all right? All right. Sounds, <laughs> sounds good. good. There he is, Micah Parsons, joining us on Radio Row. Super Bowl 58 on Westwood One is streaming for free, sponsored by AutoZone. On Super Bowl Sunday, you could hear every... Sorry, Stu, about this. We had the read right up on set, and then it uh, just disappeared, but I got it right back. Uh, 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 Super Bowl 58 and Westwood One is streaming for free. Sponsored by AutoZone and Super Bowl Sunday. Hear every minute of Westwood One's broadcast live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports on your Westwood One affiliate station's digital platform and get in the zone with AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone restrictions apply. We'll take a break. Arthur Blank, the owner of the Atlanta Falcons, will join us on the other side. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All right, it is the Zach Gelb Show on CBS Sports Radio. So we're inside the Mandalay Bay Convention Center as we've been all throughout the week. Arthur Blank going to stop by momentarily. Eli Manning uh, scheduled to join us in, I believe, about 20 minutes as well. i got to bring Samter, though, on the mic first. And thank you so much for getting me uh, this water. And the great Ryan Leung in the house as well, one of our great stringers on Ion Football on CBS Sports Radio. I didn't need the cough drop, but I do appreciate the cough drop. You never know when you're going to need a cough drop. Now this is a Ryan Leung cough drop. This just made my week at Radio Row. But I didn't know this. Last night we're at a party, and Sam I thought I lost Samter. I couldn't find him. And I'm, like, going around the party. Where's Mike? Where's Mike? Where's Mike? Where's Mike? And then I look out of the corner of my eye, and they had some dance booth where they have a 360 camera spinning around, and I'm running then. I go, i got to get this on camera. i got to get this on camera. Right as I get there, 
the dancing just stopped. And I wasn't invited basically to the solo dance party that Samter was having, but they put this video out of Samter from the party, and it's actually on Samter's uh, social media, you can find it, I retweeted it today, so at Big Mike uh, CBS, and then also at Zach Gelb. I'll tell you, Samter, I didn't know that you had moves like that. You had moves like Mick Jagger. That's the way that I would describe it. You got the moves like Jagger, you got the moves. I'll be honest, I thought I looked like an idiot. Uh, it's one of those like 360 cameras, and I thought I was just being an absolute fool. Everybody I showed it to said I look cool, which, if that's what cool looks like, I've been doing it wrong for 43 years. And I mean, let's be honest, I've definitely been doing it wrong for 43 years. Well, you know what it is? I, I, you know what I really think it is? I, I really do believe that the dance moves of uh, Michael Samter was a lot of his uh, frustration being let out, the pent-up frustration being let out from throughout the week. I, I think you've been in a good move, but I think you needed to just exhale a little bit and kind of take the sports coat off and take the sports jacket off and just unwind a little bit. So now I'm very afraid, since the show ends coming up in a, a little over an hour, to see what Michael Sanfter is like a night on the town in Vegas tonight. Well, so I don't know how much of on the town it's going to be, but you uh, 2 is performing at the Sphere. Are you Sphere. going? I'm going. Oh, wow. So, I thought you were coming to this uh, Zach Bryan country concert with me. Oh. <laughs> that is tonight. I got a free ticket for you. Okay. I'll make it. We'll, we'll discuss. If you don't want to go, that's fine. I just need to uh, invite somebody else. My, my brain is, is mush. I've been invited to so many things, I forgot what's <laughs> what. And I'm like, oh, Zach Bryan. Man, I. Folks, what you are hearing right now is a producer that just realized he has made a bad business decision that he didn't have to actually spend all this money on his U2 concert tickets that probably cost him about $335 when all along he had a really cool opportunity that he forgot about last night because he's been having too many scotches at night. That's what you just seen. So, I'm so annoyed that the camera's not on you right now because it looks like life has just flashed right in front of your eyes, my friend. You forgot about the concert. Dude, I don't even know what my own name is right now. Moist Mike. <laughs> Dude, I've been running around, and Zach, you can attest. Yes. This week has I gone fairly smoothly, and it never goes this smoothly. And today, it, it was like all the things that usually happen on Radio Row that seem to go wrong all happened within a 20-minute span of time before the show started. Yes. And it was an absolute bleep show. How so, old are you, by the way? How old am I? Yeah. 43. My mom just texted me. It's uh -oh. amazing. I don't think... Like, my mom must have the feed that goes to her home like an hour before everybody else gets it. She just goes, Samter is a busy boy. I don't know if we could call, though, a 43-year-old man uh, a boy. But it's been kind of cool because usually like I'm the one running around with my head cut off around here. To see somebody else do it this year, like uh, Moist Mike, uh, it makes me feel good about myself. Because, man, they got you working. They got you working this week. And by they, you mean you? Uh, me? 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 Little poor old me? No, Zach, you've been awesome. I'll be honest. This is my 10th or 11th radio row. 2014 was my first year doing this. And it has been absolutely wild. I've had some crazy yeah. experiences. But working this week with you, I'm going to be honest, has been the most fun and the easiest because the collaboration back and forth has been awesome, and it's been a pleasure doing business. You hear that, Tiki and Tierney and Maggie and Perloff? Awful announcing headline. I didn't want to throw out any names here. Come Legendary on. Legendary radio producer throws all former hosts 
under the bus first, after finding out working with Zach Gelb. First, first, Sully threw me under the bus for returning a scotch that I never yeah. actually returned. All I said was, this isn't my favorite scotch. And then they yelled at me for not liking yeah, the scotch and then, ye- and then returned it to the server for me at the restaurant without me saying a word and me saying, no, 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 I'm good. I'll drink it. I'm good. And then I became the bad guy. And now here I am trying to be positive, trying to say how great it's been to work with you. And rather than being, oh, that's so nice to hear, now you throw me under the bus again with all my other hosts. You know, Zach, I love you very much, but I'm going to get yes. a phone call tonight from Maggie, from Andrew, from Tiki. Yeah, just and don't to And they're just going to say, dude, what the hell is wrong with you? Why do you have to be so just don't pick up. awful to us? Just don't pick up. Oh, man. That, see, you're, you're no doubt about it. I, I just backed up the bus on you, and it was like, and you hear those sounds of uh, Samter just getting run over back and forth right now. But yeah. I, I was concerned when I did not find you yeah. uh, at first last night, and I was looking around frantically for a moist mic that you were going to, like, wind up on some, some hotel roof just, like, passed out tonight, and you're going to have uh, uh, some, some tattoos on your eyes. That's what I thought. I will say. I it would be like a real-life hangover. I will say I was having a few scotches last night while I was playing poker, and usually scot- scotch helps loosen oh, me really? up a little bit. Yeah, I played poker. You were a little buzz going to that party? Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. You seemed yeah. pretty calm. Well, I was calm. I was tired. And I was also in a very bad mood because it did not go well at the poker tables. See, you know what's funny? I'm so glad that Paul Pass just uh, stopped by. He's in the background. But don't worry, Paul. We won't make you come on the show. But but, but it's it's amazing. Samter just threw Perloff underneath the bus. Threw him under the bus. If you want to come on, feel free. Uh, th- that's fine with me as we wait for Arthur Blank uh, to stop by. But the great Paul Pass is here. Is Oh, no, that's a water. I thought he was just chugging a beer. Wide, wide in the open, but we could put you right here. What would you say if, let's say, you had a, a producer work on your show, <laughs> and then once he no longer works with you, he goes, Zach, this is the best radio row I've ever had. I've never worked with a host that was easier than you. That's what Samter just said a few moments ago. He said ago. that to you? Yeah. It's a nice compliment. It sounds like a, a, a deep cut of Perloff, though. I mean, that is an <laughs> evisceration of Andrew Perloff and all he brings to the table. So how's this week been going? Uh, it's smooth. I mean, it, it's yeah. fun. I, Vegas, I think, is the perfect town. They have more than enough capacity of hotel rooms, infrastructure. It, it makes sense from a, a standpoint of how many people you're coming into town, in and out. The airport is so convenient. How about you? It's been great. You know, On Wednesday, we had to turn down Dan Marino for Justin Jefferson. It's freaky, isn't it? I mean, yeah. if I said when you were 13 years old, yeah. <laughs> you'd have a chance to speak to Dan Marino. You're like, well, that's not going to happen. A- absolutely. It, I felt so bad about it. I feel bad about it. And I had nothing to do yeah. with it. <laughs> okay, who's yours? Where'd you, where'd you grow up? Long Island. Who was your athlete that was like the one when you were a child? Tom Brady. Okay, have you met him yet? Yes. Is it is it tough to be a professional when you meet Tom Brady? Did you find it at all in the moment? Uh, no. That's a good sign. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I was just trying to be myself. Anyway, I got to throw you off because Arthur Blank is joining us on set right now. I'm glad to be bumped for Mr. Blank. But hold on. You could, like, punch me in the face, and then we could make a headline. You know, Zach Gelb got punched in the face because we're going to Arthur Blank over over Paul Pass. You're twice my size. I'm not doing that. (laughs) Now joining us is the owner of the Atlanta Falcons. We had B. John Robinson join us earlier. Absolutely love B. John Robinson and everything that he is about, and we appreciate so much the owner of the Atlanta Falcons and Arthur Blank joining us on the Zach Gelb Show on CBS Sports Radio. Mr. Blank, appreciate the time. Thanks so much for doing this. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. And I'm, I'm glad you love Bijan. We love him, too. And, and, and yeah. I think he Had could great, be... Great rookie year. I think he could be an yeah. MVP one day in the NFL. Uh, he's got, you know, incredible talent. Uh, there's no question about it. And he's an incredible young man. He's got a, a beautiful personality, beautiful spirit, and, uh, and obviously a really, really good player. So he had a really fine first year and uh, look forward to seeing him grow. 
I was very optimistic about your team heading into the year. Yep. I picked you guys to win the NFC South. Obviously, now you've made a uh, coaching change. The season right. didn't go the way that you wanted it to. How do you kind of reflect on this past year of Falcons football? Well, I think, you know, uh, if you look at from a positive standpoint, I think there's no question our roster over the last three years has been improved. We've got a lot of um, a lot of weapons, I think, on offense. We have a really good offensive line, which is uh, critical to be be playing effectively on offense in the NFL. It's one of the better ones, I think, in the league. Um, we've run the ball well consistently for the last two or three years. Um, I think, you know, people like Drake London, Kyle Pitts, uh, Bijan Robinson, all very talented. Um, clearly the area that we're deficient, which in the NFL is uh, kind of a sign of death, is that you know, our quarterback play was not what it needed to be. Um, and that hurt us significantly throughout the year in a whole variety of ways. Our defense, um, I think we made some really good investments in free agency last year, and uh, I think those players have played really well. Um, our young draft picks are doing well, I think, on defense as well. So I, I'm, I'm excited about where the roster is. I mean, we, we have a major question, a major answer with quarterback and whether we fill it with trade, draft, free agency. We're studying any and all options now and will be very intensely over the next uh, two or three weeks, next couple of months. I have, sure. I have to ask you, um, yeah. as there was a lot of speculation about Bill Belichick. Sure, of course. And yeah. clearly there's a there's reports out there that Rich McKay didn't want Bill. Then Boomer Esiason said you guys uh, offered the job to Bill, and uh, he turned you guys down. What's the truth when you hear all that? Well, was Bill you. ever offered the yeah. job? Well, th thank you for asking about the truth. It's, uh, it's unfortunately sometimes in the media business that we're all in, things get bandied around and what have you. So we had two good interviews with Bill. Uh, make it absolutely clear, Bill never asked for, never requested, never required uh, any sort of power structure. He was interested only working in collaboration. Uh, I think over 24 years he had built up a certain structure in New England that, you know, winning six Super Bowls and, and the league had changed over time. I think they felt ready for a change and Bill understood that, et cetera, so they, they moved on. I think uh, Bill was primarily interested in being a head coach, and um, certainly his credentials over 24 years are incredible. Last four years have not been probably the best, and people could argue, well, neither have his draft picks and his free agency, but you know, it's a variety of things. So um, we had healthy conversations with him. No job was ever offered to him. I would, I, would, I mean, that was absolutely 100%, um, 1,000% truth, and Bill would tell you the same thing. Um, the only job offer we ever made was to Raheem Morris, who we felt after looking at all 14 candidates um, and all of the pros and cons relative to each one with a really good class of, of, of opportunities in front of us, that Raheem was the best choice for us. Great cultural leader, great leadership ability. Beyond that is 23 years in the NFL. At Tampa, early on as a head coach, but hard learning life experiences there. Washington, six years with us, offensive, defense, Super Bowl didn't end well, but went on. L.A. had, I think, three powerful growth years for him, working with Sean McVay, working with Les Snead, working in a, a very open, collaborative, lateral thinking organization. It was very helpful to him. I think I, I saw that in the way he was chiseling together his coaching staff, his ideas on how to do that, and how to not just do it initially, but how to plan for success and then have continued to have success after hopefully some of these coordinators and position coaches that we're bringing in would move on to other opportunities because of our success. So I, I think professionally he matured a great, a great deal in, in, uh, in Los Angeles. And uh, so we're, we're excited about Raheem, excited about what he brings to the franchise and what he brings to the NFL.
And that perception was out there from the start that you really wanted, Bill. Like when you started out this search, did Raheem kind of win you over, or was that the initial intention to have no, Bill as the coach? No, it was never the initial intention. I mean, Bill, the only reason we interviewed he early and Jim Harbaugh early as an example, both of those gentlemen, because they were available, and we could not interview anybody in person prior to January 22nd unless they were unemployed, and those two individuals were not employed then by anybody in the NFL. So we pursued those interviews then, and uh, um, I mean, this, you know, I learned a lot during the process. I always do. You don't want to do the process too often, uh, for all the obvious reasons. But but you do learn a lot about your roster and about how other people view your team and what you have to do to get to the next level. So I'm excited about where we are. Uh, we had a lot of good candidates in front of us. Uh, I I personally think that Bill will uh, definitely has the fire and the energy and uh, the enthusiasm to coach again. Um, I'd, I'd be surprised if he didn't coach again next year, but I mean, I don't know. I, I'm not sure of that. Um, but um, I, I think um, I, I had no issues with our conversation with him. They were all very open, transparent, uh, uh, just uh, very positive um, in a whole, whole variety of ways. Uh, last thing I'll ask you is yeah. the owner of the Falcons, Arthur Blank, is here with us. You just got to get the quarterback. I don't think people care how you get the quarterback. Right. <laughs> but is the preference via free agency? Is the preference via the draft for well, you? I, you know, I, I think it's a really good question because, you know, the, the preference is that, um, you know, the last great quarterback we had was Matt Ryan. Yeah, I did the ALS so, Ice Bucket but, Challenge but, with him yesterday. Did, okay, great. Yeah. yeah. You did, did it right here. Yesterday? Yeah, I'll show you the video. Oh, my Lord. You're still doing that? Yeah. I thought that was Ten-year like, anniversary. Oh, Lord. Yeah. So, Matt, you know, obviously 2008 and 14 years after mm -hmm. that, uh, you know, what I would argue is almost a Hall of Fame career, but, you know, but an, an outstanding quarterback, great human being, an outstanding quarterback. I mean, that's really what you want. That's, that's really the kind of franchise transitions you want to see. Um, it's not easy to do. Um, they've obviously done it in Green Bay. They drafted Jordan Love early, kept him on the bench for a while, played Ryan Aaron. Aaron moved on. Jordan stepped up this year, played at a high level. Um, so you're looking for a long-term solution. Yeah. Sometimes in a long-term solution, you have to have an interim solution, too. I only got 10 so, seconds. So you got to do some, sometimes a mixture of both. But ideally, long-term, you're looking for that franchise quarterback. Thanks so much. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you for your time. Coming on back, Eli Manning next. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.